0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: Saints Happy Hour needs your support. We need money to buy the finest meats and cheeses to pay Thomas in Poland. We need money to buy show intros like Sean Payton and to have mediocre audio. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And... Access to our private Discord channel to talk Saints 24 7 and the world famous booze bundle with four swag items. Annual patrons get a month for free. So go sign up at saintshappyhour.com and support the show. Do it. Go right now. Go to saintshappyhour.com. We have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite sports teams. Visit www.simbull.com. To create a free account, and when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. Visit Symbol.com and use the promo code SD, and your deposit will be risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite sports teams.
2: Oh, goodness. That's the breaking news
0: siren. (laughs) I think
1: this is the greatest breaking news podcast we've ever had. We are on the Spotify Green Room because it's Wednesday, but it's a special episode of the Spotify Green Room. Uh, It is a welcome home party for Mark Ingram. The Saints traded for the second leading rusher in Saints history. They rescued him from the abyss that is the Houston Texans' It's just amazing. Andrew Jude will be, I'm sure, hopping along with us in just a little bit. Um, I will freely admit, I love the transaction. The transaction is almost as fun to me as a regular season win. And this one just feels so good, and, and I want... People to jump in and give me your reaction. I found out about the news five minutes before I went into my therapy for my uh, crippled leg uh, with my trainer. And I got the news. My Twitter wasn't working. It was, I had all these notifications, but it wasn't working right uh, Thomas actually broke the news for me because he gave me a breaking news graphic that the Saints traded for Mark Ingram, and I saw it in my Twitter uh, direct messages, which was just um, which was just amazing. Um, listen, this trade to me. The reason why it excites me, not only is Mark Ingram probably going to break the rushing record, probably not against Tampa, but he's got a real good shot to break that thing against Atlanta. Can you imagine the Saints breaking, Mark Ingram breaking the all-time rushing record against the Atlanta Falcons in the Dome? It will be amazing. Matt, I'll get to you in just a second. The other thing that I want to talk about is, and this is what has me super excited about the trade. Players, they get disappointed. They get excited about the trade. This trade, Saints fans. We got Dave with us. Uh, Dave, I'm going to forget what I said. Your boyfriend is back. You you said you'd give us 10 minutes. Is this the greatest trade in Saints history?
0: I'm giving you maybe five minutes. Yeah, boy, the paint's getting together. I cannot believe this, although in many ways I can believe it because this makes total freaking sense. First of all, we need a running back, a power running back like Mark Ingram. Uh we've got to take the weight off of Camara. He's carrying too much of the load. Um he needs help. Uh so on the field, yes, I think this is great. Like you said, he's going to break Deuce's record. That's coming within 2 weeks now at at least. Uh I just Made a claim for him in my fantasy football league, um, <laughs> and uh, yes. you know. Second of all, I, you know, I think like you said, you know, I think this is huge for team morale. I think this is huge for the. I was just going to say that. That. I think this is huge for team morale. I think this is huge for the locker room. Mark Ingram was always well loved. Um, Best comedy duo uh, is back together. I am so. We were just talking about this. I am so excited for post game. Sarah and Ingram topless, just joking around Uh, again. (laughs) um, I mean, this is just, yeah, no, I mean, this is like just a good kick in the pants. I think this is going to be great. I think it's, I, I, this is, this was a no brainer. This really was a no brainer. I mean, everybody, I think, I think everybody, Andrew,
1: Andrew, greatest Saints trade ever since we've been having this podcast, I think.
3: Uh, Maybe. I mean I'm excited for Dave. He gets his bow back and good good for him, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm just happy he loses Latavius, he gains Mark back, you know, it's like one door closes, another one opens, you
0: know, all that. It's funny. That it's it's that's very that's very true. I have um I, I'm kind of like a serial monogamist. I'm just I'm always in a relationship mm-hmm. with somebody else. So, you know, I'm never just single.
3: Ralph, you can back me up on this. I have some people on staff that uh give me Intel that are, and it's not Zach Shreve. So I feel like I always have to say that it's not, it's not Zach, yeah. you know, but you man. know, this there, there's someone on staff in particular that I've told you about that I'm not going to source here. But, yeah. But uh, you know, I, that's the first person I texted because I know this person uh, is very close to Mark Ingram and wanted to get this person's take as soon as this happened. And, you know, the feedback that I got is just, and Dave is spot on. Like Dave is is saying this out of like, Dave is probably basing this off the reaction on social media and the history with Mark Ingram. But what I can tell you from a person inside the locker room that just texted me 30 minutes ago is everyone is just so excited For, right down from like Equipment managers. It's not just. It's not. It's not just. It's not just the players. <laughs> like it's. It's the coaching staff. It's the equipment it's, managers. Like Mark Ingram, I don't think we appreciate his fans. We because we don't know. But he left a lasting legacy and impression on. Everyone in that building, and it's because he treated everyone the same. And there's a Craig Robertson uh, personality and mentality to him, which was just like he brought the best version of himself every day Mm -hmm. to everything that he did—not just practice, but like interacting in the cafeteria, interacting with the staffers when he's doing yoga with with people. Like, not that's what I've been told about Mark Ingram, and and obviously the imprint that he left on Alvin Kamara. I mean, those guys are still to this day, best friends. Like he still does a podcast with Cam Jordan for God's sakes. And so right, yeah. the level of enthusiasm and just everyone is over the moon that he's back. And so I don't, I, I, don't, know what, they, I don't know I what he's going to do Sean on the Payne, field, but all I will say is just like in the locker room culture wise, do you
0: think this is huge. It was, it was, it was a mistake. To even let him go yes, in the first place, yes, and 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 like they, you know, the I old, I like Latavius Murray, but they yeah, they I, should I think, have I, never I, fucking done that shit. Yes,
5: the, here's my question: the, you, the know old how, is just, you know how if you
0: love something, you let it go, and if it loves you back, it will f- return to you, and that is you, what has happened. We let Mark go, and you know what? This is true love. This is true okay. love. He deserves to be here in New Orleans. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you, you know who I'm happy for. You know who I'm happy for most. Connor fucking Payton. Because he's the fucking reason Mark Ingram is in New Orleans right now. <laughs> that's right. Connor freaking Payton. Andrew, you text your boy Connor and you tell him the band is getting back together. Wait, um,
3: why are you saying that?
0: You don't remember? Sean no. Payton drafted Mark Ingram because Connor, Connor oh, Payton like, practically <laughs> begged him And was like, dude, you got to get Mark Ingram. You got to draft Mark Ingram. And this is like when Connor was like 13 or something.
3: Okay, I'm texting him right now.
0: (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, I am going to get out of here. But like, no, seriously, like, this is awesome. And again, yeah, just even for Alvin Kamara. Uh, I think it's going to be great for him on and off the field. And, um, yeah, you, that, that's a good point, Andrew, that you mentioned, uh, you know, that, he, yeah, he's got a podcast with Cam Jordan. And, I mean, they're still buddies. I mean, this is, like, really – I don't think he's ever he, really He has roots. He has north, roots.
3: But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has roots, and he's yeah. fully connected you, to the
1: city. Do, do you think yeah. – because I know Sean Payton is big with, like, sending a message to the team and, like, putting yo-yos in the locker room. Remember, the, the NFC Championship, he, like, wheeled in the million dollars. Do you think – he like brought the team together today and like had everybody in the meeting room and was like, Mark's coming home. And just like the, the room went nuts. I wonder if they did that. Like,
3: not, got, they wouldn't I do that forever. I, 100, I, 100, I 100% know that happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I got goosebumps. I love
3: it. I did. Excited. Like, I think just, there's goosebumps in, inside the entire locker room. Because I mean, Mark, here's the thing. Mark never wanted to leave. He never yeah. wanted to leave. Yeah. And all of it transpired where it's like, you gotta take this offer. And Mark was like, No, I I think I'm worth more than that. And they're like, Well, we're offering it to Latavius Murray. And so like if you don't take this now, you're out. And he's like, Well, I think I'm making double that, so I guess I'm out. And then, you know, there was this there was this game of chicken. Yeah. And they signed they signed Latavius Murray and then Ingram ends up signing for basically the same money that Latavius Murray got in new Orleans. And it was like, it was a bummer all around. It was just kind of like, yeah, what the hell dude, you really went to the Ravens for the same money we just signed Latavius Murray yeah. for. And he's like, I know. Fuck. Like I, that, that's, that's the, that's the, um, Intel I got was that as soon as Mark Ingram signed the deal, he was just like, Fuck! What just happened? Like, why? Why? Why did I miss out on it? going back to yeah. New Orleans? And so, like, that was the vibe all around. So he's pumped to come back. The whole city, I, I'm telling you, everyone is so pumped about this. And and like, he's gonna knows do, how gonna do he's the, gonna do on the field, but it's just it's just great. He's gonna do the Houdat chant
1: Sunday. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Like, oh, he has to. Yeah. Matt, Matt's with us. Matt, um, I'm looking at his Texan stat. They're not he's not like great, but he's not terrible. You know, Texans are th-
5: it's not it's you know it's kind of terrible. I mean, he's still the be- he's the best running back that they had. Like, he've averaged 3.2 yards per carry, but you look at the other running backs and they ain't doing better. It really shows yeah. how terrible the Texans are. What's, you know? what's Philip Lindsay at, Matt? Uh, let's see. I know he hasn't like Texans tried to play this uh three running back scheme. Like, remember when we had Ingram, Pearson, Kamara, and it was a disaster. Same same thing, except uh, not all three running backs are able to do jack jack shit. Let's see. You know, it's it's even worse. He's got 97 yards (laughs) on 38 carries. That is less than three yards per carry.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing, though, Andrew. And I know you talked about how the building is so exciting, but. And they love marketing. But I think it also says to them, you know, we look at the Saints as, oh, they're in a transition year. But I think this sends a the thing to the locker room that, the, that, that it says to the play, hey, this season, it can be something special. And we're doing what we always do we're going out and we're getting players to help us win. And oh, by the way, it's just a beloved guy. But I think it, does, I think it sends a real message that the Saints, are in it completely in 2021 and look we knew that we knew it before they did this but i think it sends a really fun message and it just makes it just makes 2021 so potential for so much fun and i, I love fun fun's yeah, good fun yeah. works
3: i got to call out clay rich here who's coming at me for saying is this the same source who said mark um, mt would play against seattle again i just want to remind everyone the Michael Thomas thing that wasn't like a, a personal source. That was Curtis Johnson, the Saints receivers coach, who put that out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's right. He put that, that out was, there for the was. whole world to hear it. Yeah. It wasn't and, the, yes. It wasn't I thought that Michael Thomas. Yeah, I thought that Michael Thomas was going to play, just like all of us did, because of what Curtis yeah. Curtis said. So <laughs> you can blame the Saints receivers coach. For what he put out there, not me. And what I heard about Mark Ingram is completely different, and that is a source. And Dude, him and him and Brandon Cooks are you at want? the
1: World Series. They're at the World Series tonight, uh, Budrich. Do you think who is Brandon Cooks and Mark Ingram? They're at the World Series tonight together. That's that's what I was told on Twitter. Oh, interesting. So, Budrich, do you think? Do you think that Brandon Cooks got on speakerphone with Sean Payton when Mark was there and he's like bring me two. Come make me make, make me a package deal. Get me out of here. Uh, I,
5: hey, the,
3: uh, I, I still kind of hate Brandon like, Cooks. I'm I'm kind of glad or- that he's having to suffer through this. <laughs> he, he deserves it.
5: Yeah. yeah. Mm. But based on the tweet that uh you know he sent out after the Mike Ingram news broke out, I think he wanted to be back in morning. He's like Listen, I got to get out of here. This is a shit show, all right. I, I want to go to a winning team. I want to be back in a postseason. This this sucks. This, yeah, that that's my entire okay. uh, thing. Yeah. Now I'm looking at mm. uh, you know David Johnson, the other running back. Said the man ha- has oh, my he doesn't God. even have double digit carries. He, the most amount of carries he's had is seven. And, and this is the guy <laughs> that they traded for in that D. Hopkins trade. Who's now a oh, third, well, a third kind of bag
3: Do we I, know what Mark Ingram was traded for? Do we know what we gave up for him?
5: That's my not... guess is it's going to be a conditional late round pick, and it'll probably be twenty twenty three or something. I promise you, the Texans yeah. are not asking for a lot, even though you know how much we love Ingram. It's probably it's probably something really low. Like I'm willing to bet, 20, it's probably a
6: sixth round or something.
1: Yeah. Uh, Matt, thanks for joining us. We got a bunch of people that want to want to talk. So I,
6: I uh, just, I, I mean, Ralph, are you
3: most excited about the post game conferences with him? And yeah, oh yeah, Camara? T- like my my dream. Like I don't, I don't even care if he has like three carries for seven yards. No, no. no if he does a post game conference with Camara, like it's it's all good. The
1: dream scenario for me is a play Ingram Sunday, five carries, twelve yards two touchdowns <laughs> and they win and him and Kamara are back post game. Like he never left. Like that's my dream. That's my dream scenario. Dylan, what you got?
5: Are you there
2: Dylan? I'll give you uh, yo, Dylan. Yo, yo, there we go. I
6: there just is. wanted to say who fucking that? Great move. Let's go. That's right. Let's beat Brady on Sunday, and let's ride. Let's go. <laughs> Dylan,
3: you, Dylan, you sound like you're at a bar.
6: I'm, at, I'm in a hotel lobby in Orlando <laughs> right now, but I saw you guys were on, and I just wanted to say I watched the Saints and Seahawks game in a hotel lobby on Monday, screaming, talking shit to other Tampa fans that were here and I just wanted to say I was representing the Hudat Nation, and I'm loving this season. Four and two, baby. Now, Dylan, Dylan, you're a yeah. weatherman. You have a blue
3: check mark on Twitter because you're you're a weatherman. That's right. Say, what can you tell us
6: about bomb cyclones? Well, you know, <laughs> unfortunately for the Saints, we we avoided the worst of the bomb cyclone in Seattle. The weather the weather was a lot worse down in. Uh, yeah, down in San, San Francisco, Francisco the night before, it kind of peaked before it it got up into Seattle. So we kind of lucked out with the weather a little bit. And fortunately, our kicker was better than their kicker, so the weather didn't didn't affect us as much as their kicker. Um, did you did
3: you chase storm and dive head first into the eye to soften the blow for the Saints in Seattle?
6: I, I did I did rain dances I did I did a lot of things to <laughs> to, to make sure the that the the weather gods cooperated for the Saints but uh yeah no I, nice. and I and I will continue to do that um, but God look I saw Ralph's tweet earlier and I couldn't agree more I don't know I don't think we're a Super Bowl team but I'm having so much fun watching this team guys I'm so loving it fun. It's so- Yeah.
1: I mean, I just think, I just think it makes it more fun. And, and, and thanks Dylan. Well, That's
3: the thing, Ralph, Ralph, like that's the thing. Like I, I, it's exactly what Dylan just said. Like I don't think the saints are winning the Super Bowl this year. I really don't. And so it would be great to trade for Brandon Ayuk and it would be great to make all these moves. And I mean, get get the Sean Watson, let's say like, that would be like the craziest thing that they could do. Right. Like I, I would love for the saints to do all these moves, but like, at the end of the day, I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl. So it's just like, how can we make the season the most fun possible? And-,
1: and, and, and here's the thing. It's fun because we're going to – Mark's going to break the
3: Russian record. Oh, I can't, sure gonna, I can't wait. I can't wait. He, sure deserves, it. he deserves it. He deserves it, man. Yeah,
1: totally. And it's just like it, – sports is about – for me, as I get older, it's it, – look, I, you want to win championships. I'm, the, the, the Astros are in the World Series as, as I speak. I hear my wife clapping. In the background, but you want to win championships. I lied. My life, my life. I'm not gonna lie about that. But here's the thing: like, you want moments too. You want the Drew Brees breaking the passing record, Mark. You want all those you want those moments, and we're gonna get that moment with Mark where they're gonna stop the game. Hopefully, it'll be at home, and he'll be the all-time Saints leading rusher, which he should be. And I just think it's it's so uh enjoyable. Um and I I just I love the, I love the season so much. Joey, what do you Ralph? I, I have two questions.
3: Uh, Ralph, on. I got two questions for you before we go to Joey. Uh, okay, the first one is: Are you retro? Retro? I, I got to ask this for my buddy Samir, who is addicted to the to the breaking, <laughs> the breaking new news siren. Are you going to go back in and, and drop the breaking news siren into I the beginning of the show? I,
1: I rigged my computer. I played the breaking news siren through my computer into my phone. I did it live, and it was like 25 seconds long of me screaming. Oh,
3: that's glorious. That's (laughs) glorious. Okay. Uh, How many weeks, the second question, how many weeks is it going to take Mark Ingram to break the record?
1: Two. Two. He's getting it next week. He's getting it against Atlanta. You
3: think think he's getting 89 yards in two weeks? Block.
1: Block of the year. He's get, oh, wow. He'll get like okay. 20 against Tampa, and, and Sean will make sure he gets it against Atlanta. It's a lock. Oh, Atlanta. yeah, that's a good
7: point. That's a good point. Atlanta's terrible. It's a lock. Joey, what you got for us? Hey, what's up, Andrew? What's up, Ralph?
3: Hey, man.
7: Hey, um. so I was actually looking at something uh, about Ingram with the Texans, and I saw that I think it said like 62% of the time he faced – Uh, loaded boxes so if you look at 2020 ingram with the ravens even though he didn't carry the ball much he averaged i think 4.2 a carry and listen we all know the texans are crap and their offensive line is crap and garbage uh, yeah so i mean we don't need ingram you know to be 2018 ingram and average five yards a carry i think he's a significant upgrade from anything else we got right now plus like y'all said Everybody on the team loves him. The coaching staff loves him. The city loves him. So it's a great morale boost for this team. And
1: well, and I'll just say this: the one game where the Texans were the the the, the, the couple of times where the Texans were actually in games, Jaguars twenty six carries, eighty five yards, not great, three point three. The Colts eighteen carries for seventy three yards. Like when the when the Texans have been in games and decent, like Markings from showed decent production i still think he has a little bit he's got a little bit left
7: i think he's got a little bit left yeah no doubt i mean he and, and you know and he doesn't need to carry the ball 25 you know 20 25 times a game like he was with houston and yeah and i had to i had to actually I had add does he off. does he
3: need to stay away from david Onyamata? does he need to
7: uh. do they need to not share <laughs> the uh, you
3: know i'm just uh, just saying gotta,
7: gotta yeah uh I don't know, but I think it's, you know, I was thinking back when Ingram was suspended a couple of years ago and, and he came back after the four game suspension. And now, conveniently, pretty much the same day that we get on Yamada back, we get Ingram back. And that's pretty really cool.
1: <laughs> oh, it's just great.
5: It's just
7: great. I, mean, yeah.
1: I mean, this is just, I just, it just, it just, it just makes me feel good. Like, it just makes me feel good. This is like as good a feeling about the Saints as, as as we've had in a long, and long time.
6: This, wh-
3: this is why Sean Payton is a genius, like, even if this doesn't take – like, let's just say Mark Ingram sucks. He's done. He's cooked. And, you know, he averages th- two, 2.8 yards per carry. Like, that's what he provides the Saints with for the rest of the season, right? And it really doesn't take, and it's not great. Like, he has already lifted the vibes and the, oh. the, the mentality and the attitude – we- of the locker room, of the staff, of the building, and everyone loves him. And I, I'm just saying, like, even if he doesn't really have a great role on this team, he's going to be one of those guys where when they're in the playoffs and they're in the film room, he's got to bring energy and excitement every day. Like, you, can that's a guy you can count on to do that. Can, and, and it's just like... You got, it's like a football. It's like any job. Like it's a commitment every day. You gotta you show energy, up, man. Yeah. you got to show up and you got to do it. And like, it, it just, we all know this, right? We have these coworkers where it's like, right. th- this guy, this person makes it more pleasant walking in every day. Ingram mm-hmm. is that guy.
4: Yeah.
7: Well, I think this is the ultimate Sean Payton, you know, experience. Oh. You know, everybody's saying, oh, we need a receiver. We need a receiver. And he goes out and signs a running back or trades yeah. for a running back. So that's yeah, pretty funny. Just, and, <laughs> so.
1: and can we just pretend that this Sunday is the season opener for the Saints? Can we just pretend the Giant game never happened and that this – and thank, thanks for joining us, Joey. Uh, I, pre- I appreciate it. Um, Uh, Andrew, can we just pretend that this is the season – this is the home opener? I I think this – I just think (laughs) the atmosphere – it's going to be electric. Like, the the giant game – Well, until
3: until the Saints win in the Superdome, the Packers remains the home opener. So, (laughs) you
1: know,
3: that's that's where I stand on that.
1: Dude, this – if the Saints don't win, and and, and it'll be the first time since, like, 1982 that they've gone into
3: November – without a win in the Superdome. Which that, is just... that doesn't even count, though. I mean, this season know, has it's... been ridiculous. That's, that's a total... Well,
1: here, I feel like... You, you just mentioned about giving the, the building a jolt. I, I am demanding. I feel like the Ingram trade, I need to change my pick for uh, Sunday. I know we we turned it in, and Thomas did the Oh, graphic. I I I had to rewrite half my Channel Four column. Uh, I want to change my. I,
3: yeah, is there any is there any fucking way in hell, Ralph, that Sean Payton doesn't get Mark Ingram in the end zone this Sunday?
1: Oh, it's happening! It's happening! It's happening! <laughs> I I think the Saints. I I would bet them plus five. Like they're they're a home, but. They're gonna
3: be just they, because they picked up Ingram.
1: Yeah, because I think because I think what you said, it, it's not just about what he does on the field. It's an it's an it's an energy that's gonna propel them. I think it
3: I think they're gonna be and and, and it's gonna propel the fans, right?
1: Yeah. And stadium. I just think I just think the Saints wanna give it to Tampa and be like, Yeah, they beat us in the playoffs, but we own them twice in the regular season. This is still our division and I still think the Saints have the personnel that gives Tampa trouble. Antonio Brown's not going to play. Malcolm Jenkins is going to wreck Gronk. He's going to throw hot sauce on them ribs and it's going to be fine. Like the Saints have the personnel to match up with yeah. Tampa. The only question is I was is-
3: going to I was going to say this when you're when you're Gronk and you're coming back with bad ribs. Malcolm Jenkins is the last freaking person I want to face.
5: <laughs>
3: I'm serious.
1: Yeah. Because, and I was, I was, uh, I was on a podcast with our, our friend, Ryan. They, they do a podcast in Canada. It's a fun, it's a fun thing podcast. And I was telling him this, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, he might. Wait, you, he did you go on, did you go on the Kiss podcast tonight? I did. And it was great. It was, it was oh, fun. Yeah. I was, you know, what's
3: funny. They, he asked me, he asked me to do that. And I said I couldn't, I, and, and and he asked I, you instead. So I want you to know I, you were second I, in line.
1: I, I was right. It was a Bring the Wood podcast. It's a friend. He's a friend. He was a friend of ours. But I was doing it on my car, and I told him. I said, listen. I said, the Saints have the personnel to beat freaking Tampa. And the thing is, Malcolm Jenkins, he might struggle against, like, elite tight ends, like the Kelsey's or the Darren Waller's. But these tight ends that are still okay or on the downside, like Jimmy Graham and Gronk, that are just big physical tight ends, not with Jenkins, he handles those dudes just fine. He did it all last year, Andrew.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I have no worries about him with Gronk. In fact, he almost tore Gronk's ACL in Week One last
5: year.
3: Uh-huh, man, that shot that he put on Gronk, I really thought he was not gonna he was not gonna get up from that. So. Um. Yeah, I have to admit, though, uh, Ralph. Like the timing of this news. Like, uh, I wish we could have delivered a podcast in real time. my, oh my, my God, was Ralph was getting physical therapy. My son was at flag football, and I was dropping him off. Yeah, and, just the worst. And then, I look at Twitter, and I pride myself. Like, we're always the first, always to drop news.
1: Yeah, we just. Couldn't and I done.
3: saw Ross Jackson had a podcast. I saw Chris Roosevelt had podcasts and I'm like, what is happening? Like these guys are beating us and putting podcasts out first. So (laughs) kudos to those guys. They made it happen. They made, they beat us this time for the first time. And you know, a a thousand podcasts, they finally beat us to the punch. But I I just want to say to hell with you saints. As soon as we loaded a podcast, you went you, you waited for me to go to my son's flag football game you waited for Ralph to have yeah. his thing and you, you 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 screwed us
1: and get the, get the, get, the, get the transactions done before four o'clock please that's all I'm we happy. ask
3: if you get the, if you can get it done be- we and you know what you called this Ralph we should have known when Mark Ingram was sitting out of practice today that's right that was the
5: Throckmorton I sign that, shit. that he was that coming was a- to the Saints
1: I called. And that was e I I mean, it was easy. They're like, "Oh, it, it's a veteran rest day." I'm like, "He's not anywhere near." If he if it was a veteran rest day, you would see him, and he would be on the
3: side. Like, yeah, I, I'm. I'm also disappointed that Dave left because there was a Throckmorton sign joke to make about Anchor and being <laughs> back on the team. I just just want to point uh, that out.
2: Well,
1: before we, as it I, relates
3: to Jay, Dave,
1: I mean, before yeah. we get out of here, though,
3: it, is, is Dave's Throckmorton sign pointing towards the Metairie facility?
1: I think it is. Simbowl is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on SimBull. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Go to Symbol.com. Use the promo code SD today. Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at nine o'clock. We'll see you there. What is what is a realistic um projection or outlook for Marking? Like what? Like if I said,
3: well, if you look at Matt, he says that his first play is going to be a seventy-eight yard touchdown run.
1: (laughs) But I mean, what? What's like? I think a realistic. Think for Mark Ingram, five carries a game, 20 yards, one catch for eight yards. I think that is a yeah, realistic. Yeah.
3: He's getting that, a goal line carry, though. I mean, there's yeah. no freaking doubt. Yeah.
1: Six, yeah. six to seven touches give us 35 to 40 yards. And just lighten the load a little bit on Camara, lighten the load a little bit. on Because here's the thing, uh, Taysom – uh, you know, he might be out a while, and if he's out for then your short yardage is is a struggle, and you need Ingram, you know. So, um, are the Saints done, Andrew? Do you think they got another move in them before Tuesday?
3: Well, I saw Willie Sneed was added to the Panthers practice squad. Yeah, uh, I, I, I hear your, I hear your, I hear your collective booze as I say I that.
0: <laughs>
3: um, but. You know, listen, it's, uh, I think they need a receiver. Uh, There's no way around that. They have to get one. I don't really care who it is. It's just, they need it. I know they're getting Michael Thomas back eventually. I did see that Keyshawn Johnson on first take, Keyshawn is Michael Thomas's uncle, by the way. He said that there was a chance that Michael Thomas would play this week. Um, I don't believe that because he hasn't practiced yet, you know, and I, until he practices, I just don't see how he can play. So, so we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, I, I'm not believing Curtis Johnson anymore. Uh, I'm not putting my faith in him. But, uh, <laughs> and, and, and not Keyshawn either, that's, that's, for that matter. That's uh, right. But, but uh, you know, obviously, Kamara, the Kamara thing is more like a preventative thing, right? Like, Kamara played great last week. And, and I'm not worried about running back until Kamara gets hurt. So it's only a concern in terms of workload. And it's like, again, it's a preventative thing. It's just concern that if they keep going down this path, that's how it's going to end. But like with receiver, we're already at that point. Like the guy, the guy that we worry about is injured. So like that position group is not performing.
1: Well, and also too, I think the, the the thing with Ingram that it does is, If Tony Jones is injured and he's out longer than they feared, when you get into these games, maybe where the the Falcons or the Jets or Miami, where you have a game where it's not quite a blowout, but you're in a comfortable position and you just want to give your backup running back 10 or 12 carries and lighten the load on Camara because you're up 20 to 10 going into the fourth quarter, right? Ingram is a guy Sean Payton feels totally comfortable with where you're beating the Jets 23 to 10 and you give Mark Ingram 12 carries in the fourth quarter and he gets 40, 40 yards or 35 yards, but it doesn't matter because he doesn't fumble and you don't need any more points. You just need to run that clock out where as another guy, you might not feel as safe with him as comfortable and, you don't have to give those carries to Kamara. So instead of getting thirty carries against the Jets in a kind of a blowout, he got sixteen. You know, so I I think it I think it's a real important thing. Yeah. Um. I just I, I'm over. The moon. We got we got a couple. Of-
3: How do you? I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw this news, Ralph. But uh, Antonio Brown was on crutches, and I did see that. Uh, so it's potentially less likely that he's going to play this week. Uh, how significant of a factor do you believe that is going into this game
1: I believe it's a huge factor because the Saints have the personnel to cover all these Bucs receivers but if you take one of them basically Antonio Brown he played in the the second Tampa game was like his first game with the Bucs so he wasn't really a factor if he's going to not be if he's not good if he's not going to play Andrew to me it's the Saints Defense is the same that it was last year that wrecked Tampa twice, like I think it's huge I think the saints can shut I think the Saints can shut Tampa down. I really do i th- I think they can get after Brady, and when you get it when and you've said this when you get after Brady, he becomes an old man very quickly if you can just hit him a little bit
3: yeah, I mean we we've seen uh three games against tom brady quarterbacking the bucks and neither any of those three haven't been great and really the only time that he's ever gotten any traction was in the third game when Quan alexander was down and alexander zeloni was in there and he just kept targeting him over and over (laughs) That's right. And so he wasn't
1: even that good. He was 18 or 33 in that game. It
3: wasn't like he lit. And and so now Quan Alexander's back. And on top of that, Pete Warner is much better in coverage than Anzalone. So that mashup is gone. Uh, It's going to be interesting. And Tom Brady's going to go after Paul Sanadipo. I think we all see that clearly. And it's all going to be about how Paul Sanadipo plays in this game.
1: Yeah. We haven't even, I mean, with the, with the Ingram news, we haven't even talked about it. It's a Jameis revenge game. We'll get to that before we get out of here. Sam, you're with us. Sam,
4: what you got for me, for us? Uh, yeah, I've kind of been off the radar for the last few weeks. I've been, I've been going to Chicago, Denver, and then obviously I'm going to new Orleans pretty soon here. And then I'm going to Houston. But, and I think like you just said, Ralph, um, from my experience of watching the saints versus Brady, it just seems like when you actually can get through to Brady and you can get a hit on him or you can bring pressure to him, he doesn't seem to do very well under pressure.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, no quarterback. It's
3: actually, it's, it's it's, Sam's right. And, but it's especially pressure up the middle because he does not have the pocket escapability. So you give Tom Brady, it's kind of like Drew Brees, you know, like (laughs) neither of them are very mobile quarterbacks. And so, uh, if they can step into a clean pocket and step into their throws, they're going to be accurate. The ball's going to be in the right spot. And so it's very similar to Drew that way. Uh, obviously, they're different quarterbacks. He has more height and all that. But – but and this is where David Onyemata coming back. I don't know. I hope he hits the ground running. It, it's going to be important for him to step <laughs> in to his either. first game and, and, and wreck the Bucks interior because if he can – then I think life is going to be hell for Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, they need – we said it on the podcast, that I said they need – They, need, I think the defense is going to be fine, but they need – the Saints need – they got Ingram, so they, get, they can lighten the load a little bit of Camara, but they need – they really need Deontay Harris <laughs> to play. I don't know if Taysom's going to play. How do you feel about the game, Andrew, if I, if I told you Deontay Harris and Taysom aren't playing
3: Sunday? Awful. I feel awful. I feel awful. Um, just because I, I I think I'll say this again. I, I think Jameis Winston has to elevate his play, like not turning the ball over. I'm quoting you here. Not turning the ball over isn't enough. Um, it, it's going to take yeah. moving the sticks on third and four, uh, make, making that accurate throw, uh, not just to Kamara, but to Traquan Smith or to Callaway or whatever. And, Uh, Jameis really just hasn't demonstrated that he can do that consistently so if he does then I I think the Saints can win
4: I mean I know we had bad weather last week you know in Seattle and it was just a chippy game obviously but I just feel like we just had way too many times where either you know our first down it was just you know give the ball to Camaro to run like I could I could read that play like you know, thirty minutes in advance, I knew it was. I knew it was coming. And at this, um, uh, the second thing is, I feel like a lot of times, I think maybe towards later t- in in the game, that we just he James would throw just like a quick, short five yard pass to Camara, and he would just go. I mean, it, it worked. It worked pretty decently, but I mean, it just it's it's too predictable. We gotta be able to be flexible in the offense, especially against you know better teams.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I hear that, Sam, but yeah. I guess my question would be who does the ball go to? Because, because, you know, Deontay and Taysom are really the two playmakers that have stepped up and moved the sticks besides Camara. And you take those two guys away and and like, who are you relying on? I mean, Juwan Johnson, you know, he's made a play here and there, but it's like, besides that, you got Traquan, you got Kenny Stills, you got Troutman. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's just a, really
1: well, crappy group Sam, of guys. Thanks, well, Sam, thanks for the uh thanks for joining us. Andrew, the one thing I will say is you know, if if one of those two really good throws to either Kevin White or Steels, if one if just one of those is completed and the play where Troutman is wide open but Jameis didn't see him or scrambled instead, if he throws that touchdown and he just completes one of those passes that was dropped, we feel I think we feel a lot Maybe we feel a lot better.
3: Oh, yeah, it's night and day, nine and day. And,
1: and yeah. you said it, like, maybe the Superdome gives these mediocre receivers, maybe the, the, the crowd and the home, maybe it gives them a, a boost, you know?
4: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
3: well i want to hear from my dad i want to hear from uh, thomas i see you guys are in the chat by the way uh this is the best spotify green room we've ever had obviously mark mark ingram has stoked the fire i mean we've had over 50 people in the room tonight uh, which is by far the most yeah, we've had true. on Spotify green room. So thank, thank you guys for downloading the app uh, for, for getting in the room with us. And if you're listening to this after the show, download the Spotify green room app. Uh, we have a great time here and you can raise your hand. You can speak up and we love interacting with people. So uh, th- this is part of our community. This is how we interact, get to know each other and, and I love it. So uh be, Definitely raise your hand. Let us know if you want to chat with us. And I see, we yeah, got here your he dad, is.
8: Mr. Juge. Hey, hey, guys. Juge. yeah. Listen, How... I, I, I just wanted to say real quick. Listen, thanks for the great uh, live show last night. I think you hit all new highs for great, <laughs> for great, great humor along with the great input about the game. Uh, listen, I'm, 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 I am hugely stoked. Like you guys have been saying about Mark Ingram coming well, back. Well, hold on, Dad,
3: Dad. Before you get into Mark Ingram, I just want to ask you. What kind of savage goes on a podcast and uses the bathroom for all to see? Was that as offensive to you as yeah. it was to us as hosts?
8: Yeah. It was a It was a I was I was totally on the floor. Uh, I can't believe that I'm, I'm a you were, huge fan of You were disgusted, right? Oh, totally disgusted. <laughs> it's, it's totally in character for Dave, though, you know? He's either, look, Dave is either eating or potty on the show, right? It's one or the other. Yeah, right. he's like a toddler. But uh, no, and, but, but kudos to Tomas that uh, you guys pay him all those sausages and cheeses for good reasons, man. He, That's right. Know, and Andrew, your, your spy uh, scoped it out and then, uh, you know, you were able to get Tomas to ch- track it down. So that that just shows that your your show has got a, just a whole new uh, level of forensics going on with yeah, Tomas out there. Yeah, but, uh, I, I told I.
1: Yeah, Andrew, I was I told him before you hopped on. I actually got the breaking news of Mark Ingram from Thomas because my phone wasn't quite working, and he uh, DM'd me a message in Discord the breaking news graphic of Mark Ingram, which I will use on this Spotify podcast. So I got the I got the news of Ingram from Thomas, which was nice.
8: <clears throat> yeah, listen, hey Ralph, you you guys are first to the first to the game. Ninety-nine <laughs> times out of a hundred. Okay, you had your physical therapy. Andrew's, that's you know right. my grandson Colin had flag football. That's a that's a complete one-off. You know this this show is great they about Andrew. But other I'm
1: a They got f- to get stuff done before four. That's all we
5: ask. Can they get them stuff before four. Absolutely. and, and so Dylan, long. I see
3: wow. Dylan. I see you're still in in, in the uh, in the room. Uh, let You got to let Joey know. Joey Russo was actually, he texted me. He was the first to let me know about Ingram. He, he And he texted me, I guess Ralph finally got his wish. And I see that on my text and I'm like, what, what What does this mean? And so I look at my phone and I check my voicemail and Ralph left me a, a, a Pell's Got Zion type voicemail about Ingram. He's like, <laughs> let's go, baby. We're getting the band back together. So anyway, oh that's how I found out. Shout
8: out to Joey. Uh-huh. Oh no, listen guys, I thought it was a joke when I first saw it. I didn't I thought of some, I thought Ralph was making a joke no, when I saw the podcast time, but anyway, about, to say straight yeah, straight. I'm a huge listen, I'm a huge Ingram fan. Listen, I'm I'm still I'm still on my 11 and 6 train. I think that right. you know, I was hugely disappointed this week about about Will Lutz and no visibility on Michael Thomas, but this to me is a game changer in terms of momentum and team spirit, you know, in the building in yep. the locker room, like you guys are saying. And so to me this is going to be a whole new dynamic for the whole team that I think you know we and the fan base can build on. So uh, really looking forward to the rest of the season, and uh, you know I hope I hope Dave can either you know minimize the potty stuff on the podcast, or at least maybe he you know he can go get the video off or something. Well, Mark Ingram, Mark
3: Ingram, Mark Ingram's on the team now, so I feel like Dave's potty trips are only going to maximize. That's right, weeks, right. <laughs> Yeah.
8: Great to talk, guys. Thanks. Take care.
1: Thanks, Mr. Jude. Thanks. All right, Andrew, before we get out of here, Dr. Uh, Dr.
3: Thomas, you got nothing for us? Mr. Fink? Dr. 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 Fink? Yeah,
1: we, it's,
3: it's, it's, not, it's nice. Yeah, he said he's to, coming on in 60 seconds. Sorry.
1: We, it's nice to not have uh, talk about injury news, although Dr. Thomas is great. It's nice to not be talking about injuries. Instead, we're fired up about Ingram. Uh, it's just fun, you know. Uh, this team, man, Andrew. I, I just and, and look, I'm I'm wrong a lot about the Saints. You know that, but I just feel like this is gonna this is gonna energize them for this game. I, I think I think I think we're gonna get the Saints. We're gonna get as good and as focused an effort as we got against Green Bay. And I don't I don't know I don't know if that'll be enough because the Saints just. Sean Payton just pantsed Matt Lafleur, like he just coached rings around him. I don't know if he can quite yeah. do that to Arians, uh, but I, I think the Saints are going to give us a hell of an effort, and I think it's. Gonna I be- think he can. I think it's going to be a hell of a show on uh, on on Sunday three thirty, and of course it'll probably be awesome because I'll have to. Miss
3: I, I don't know. Night. I don't know how to put this, but my my favorite Mark Ingram uh, memory is that he. He, this is against the 49ers, and I think it was in San Francisco. Uh, but he breaks a long run for a touchdown, 50, 60 yards. And I think the 49ers were really bad at the time. And it was kind of one, one of those games where it's like the team had kind of quit. They weren't trying very hard. You know, maybe it was late in the season or maybe that guy's injured or whatever. But I just remember Ingram breaking a 50-yard run, and he's standing in the end zone, and the camera picks up what he screams and he just goes you know I, i'm not gonna repeat the word obviously because i'm a white man or whatever but he just you know he just says the fuck is wrong with these you know, <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> profanity you know <laughs> racial profanity but like, he throws it out there and like that's my favorite memory of ingram because like the camera picks it up but like it's just like quintessential ingram like he's just always like you can't stop me from scoring this 50-yard run. What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, I don't know. It's just, like, he's yeah, the great – How dare is, you not try yeah, as hard as he is me just at the, all f- He's the freaking greatest, and he always brings that to everything that he does. And, like, I don't know, as fans, as a podcast, like, as people that consume all this content, like, we need that energy. And that – like, I don't even care how yeah. he does on the field. Like, it's just, I want him to break Deuce's record because the dude deserves it. And he's a great saint. And he, he never should have left. And it's just beautiful to see him back.
1: Dr. Thomas is with us. Dr. Thomas, is there any kind of, like, steroids or supplements that Ingram can take that won't be detected <laughs> in his pee test that he has to do after the game? Do you know of any? Oh, yeah.
2: All All the steroids. <laughs> HGH is HGH is actually pretty hard to detect. So, uh, well,
3: Well, he's already been popped for once. So, (sighs) the next the next pop is a full season.
2: I I do want to (laughs) offer up this: if uh, upon hearing this news, and you consider yourself a Saints fan, if your Throck Morton sign wasn't at high noon, then check your pulse. You might not be alive. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, this is great. This, the Saints, man, they just like, it's kind of like a dreary, slow Wednesday. No, the Saints are picking it up.
3: But um, I, I got to say, like, of all the guys, because there's a long history now of ex-Saints being brought back. You know, Roman Harper, Jermon Bushrod. Yeah. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Robert Meacham. Uh, who, who else, Ralph? I mean, Jari Evans was brought back. Jari Evans. Jory uh, Evans is
1: probably the, the peak example of, like, Maxim. They, they got exactly what they desperately needed.
3: Like, Malcolm Jenkins. But, like, Jenkins. But, but of all these dudes, who have we been more excited about than Mark Ingram? Honestly. None of them. None of, None them. of them. None. None of them. We were like, oh, Me- Meacham is back. Eh, eh. Like, even Malcolm Jenkins, who, to his credit, has been awesome since he's been back. I think a lot of people are like, man, they paid a lot of money for him. Yeah, I don't know. He might he might be watched. Yeah,
1: I was like, He's old. Yeah. Should they have kept Vaughn Bell? He's younger yeah. and cheaper. Yeah, so, like, so there's a lot of bigger. that
3: going on. No one was excited about Roman, Roman Harper. Let's all be honest about that. Yeah, uh, really good. You know, Bushrod was kind of whatever. Even Jonathan Goodwin, like, I was super pumped, you know, because I had a relationship with him. But, like, most people were like, yeah, you know, Jonathan Goodwin, may, maybe he'll start at center. But, like, I, I, I can't think – of a Saints player that was brought back, that anyone was more excited yeah. about than Mark Ingram right now. No, because never. Like the, the, the guy's
2: got charisma for miles. He's infectious.
3: Yeah, I mean, yes. I'm, I'm
1: excited. I'm excited because the Saints will get Sean Payton af- you know after practice tomorrow, I guess, and. Uh Maybe even Ingram will like meet with the media and chat it up with the media a little bit.
3: Well, what do you think in Thomas like blood doping? He can do that, right? Yeah. That's undetectable.
2: Can we can we at least get a blood doping? Is that safe? There's de- there's stuff that's undetectable. There is. I, I don't know how easy it is to get, but it's out there. It's definitely out there.
1: I mean. How, how good does Ingram have to play for the, the NFL to just be like, yeah, dude, right after the game, come pee in this cup? Now,
3: now here's a, Ralph, <laughs> I got another a little tidbit for you, which is actually pretty hilarious. Uh, you know, we always joke about how Sean Payton has me blocked on Twitter. Well, right. Mark Ingram also has me blocked on Twitter, and I have no <laughs> idea why. I have no idea why. I think he was maybe mad at some grade I gave him back when I did the player grades on Saints Nation like 10 years ago. But or eight years ago, but whatever. But he blocked me on Twitter. I have no idea why. Because never. It's not like I ever went at him on social media and threw him shade or anything. But I am blocked by Mark Ingram on Twitter, and it's super annoying because now he's back and he's tweeting this stuff that I can't see. <laughs> and uh, anyway, that's that's the thing.
2: Sounds like a case for uh, Connor Payton. Maybe he's got his
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to. Uh, I don't know. Are you guys interested in making a little commentary on the, the w- Will Letts loss?
1: Yeah, that's what I was. My one question before you get out of here, Doctor Thomas, Will Will, will yes. Letts. What? What? Like, what do you think? Like, what? What do you think happened? What's the long term?
2: Andrew and I talked about this extensively. It's kind. Of, it's really hard to know because I don't know what type of surgery he had. There's a. There's a difference between a true inguinal hernia. And a sports hernia. A sports hernia isn't an actual hernia. It's called that. But it can kind of lead to it. And I, I don't know what... He probably had a sports hernia. And he had some kind of reinforcement of a really bad uh, strain or something in the pelvic region. And our our best guess after kind of talking about it, because Andrew's got a lot of good insight on this stuff, is that um, he probably worsened what he had had or um in trying to compensate and come back he might it might have evolved into an actual hernia now he's got to have a secondary surgery and the fact that he's going to be gone for the whole season um really points to possibly another at least procedure maybe operation i don't know if we'd ever actually hear if it came out but um that's kind of the best guess that we have of course speculation as always I wish I wish I had more insight into
5: (laughs) yeah
3: it's all speculation but no I I I think look his his initial prognosis was eight to twelve weeks and you just got to look at like this we're week seven and he's already saying I'm done I'm out for the year and we've got 10 11 weeks left and so yeah, that, that kind of meets the, his original prognosis on the high end, right? Because that, that means he's basically out 11, 12 weeks. And so if, he, if he's already shutting it down for the you season, my, I can only suspect and conclude that he's going under the knife again because we know how these NFL teams work, Ralph. We know they're like, get this guy on the field as quickly as possible. And the athletes know it too. The athletes are the same way. They're like, they know they have a yeah. limited shelf life in terms of their ability to make money and be on the field. And the longer they're away from the field, the the easier replaced they are. And he, I mean, for God's sakes, the guy that's kicking for the Saints right now just made a game winner. And so, you know, for him to shut it down, I, I think it's a pretty significant injury. And so, you know, talking to Thomas about it, I mean, the big concern here is just long-term uh, the the muscle atrophy Uh, You know the amount of tour when you're a kicker. See, it's it's one thing, and I've never seen in my history with sports hernias and groin injuries, I've never seen a guy not come back from it. We've seen Patrick Robinson have this injury. We've seen uh, Shocky have this injury. We've seen a lot of tons of Saints players have had it over the years. And once they have the surgery, they come back and they play. Uh, uh, Jabari Greer was another guy who had that, and Lutz is the first one to come back, try to rehab it, re-injure himself, and then have to get a secondary surgery. I have never seen that from a Saints player. And, you know, it's different when you're a kicker. You know, the the torque that you have in your pelvis and your hips, um, obviously he maybe pushed it too hard or whatever. But uh, to me, and I'm not the doctor, so I'll let Thomas – speak on this, but to me that's really concerning in the sense that uh it, it's a failed surgery.
2: Yeah, it would it would be if we're right about that. It, he probably had an erectus abdominis strain really bad, maybe a tear. And he either retoured that or there's other there's three big elements that you can have with a sport turn in one of the others might have progressed or come into play and uh i don't I, he can come back from that stuff it, it is different being a kicker. those other players aren't doing the kind of things he's doing through that place in your body and I think that he'll come back he can't come back mm-hmm. from this stuff uh to his his final true form of big nuts Lutz but it, it's definitely a little cause for concern. I mean, you don't just shut somebody down like this. I mean, eat, well, uh, uh, his of-
3: nut, his nuts are extra big right now, All right? And they're quite <laughs> swollen.
2: Yeah, probably purple. <laughs> oh my God.
3: uh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, thank, thank you, Doctor Thomas, for that update. But one thing, well, I what, what, what was it? So- what was
3: it that Thomas said? Erectus? What was it? Erectus? What? What was the first thing you said there, Thomas? Erectus something?
2: Erectus abdominis.
3: Yeah. What are the odds that Dave Cariella has erectus abdominis right now and doesn't even know it? Yeah. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks. Thanks, Dr. Thomas. And before we get out of here, I just want to say, um, Andrew, you know, it seems really bad and it seems like, Oh my God, kickers going to ruin the saints are going to be shuffled through these kickers. It's going to ruin their season. But look, in 2013, the Saints kicking – Garrett Hartley became a disaster, and Sean Payton had to cut him. He was a Super Bowl hero. They brought in Shane Graham, and Shane Graham kicked them, kicked, kicked, the field goal. Was there uh, the Saints?
3: Ralph, uh, I'm going to need to cut you off here and demand that you refer to him by his correct name, which is Saints legend. Shane Graham? Yeah.
1: The only ginger that I ever thought was worth a damn. Um, just so you know. Uh, But guys, we're going to wrap it up. I want to thank everybody for hopping on the Spotify. This is the most biggest, most fun Spotify we've had. And everybody that's listening to the podcast later, support our podcast. We need your support so we can keep doing the amazing work we do become a
6: patron yeah. and, and $10 so
3: many of if you, you can... were so many of you were in the room i just want to say way too many of you and i i'm looking at you i'm seeing all your faces and all your icons uh and too many of you are not raising your hand and wanting to speak so we that's right we want to interact with you so next week the no more. excuses next week think of good questions think of good comments whatever but uh interact with us
1: yeah that's right but support the show. We need your support. And if you support the show, you get in the Discord community. Our Discord community was bananas. It's still bananas over the Ingram trade, and it's much, much more fun than regular old social media. So do it. So, guys, thanks for joining us, and we will see you again
3: tomorrow. Boom and Zoom, baby. Who that.